Hey, Selfish Babe, if you've ever wanted to start your own podcast, I recommend trying Anchor by Spotify. It's the platform I love for podcasting. I really love it because some days you just want to get out what you want to say easily, and the Anchor app allows you to record your podcast right from your phone. One of my favorite things I love about Anchor is that you can add background music to each episode and cut audio quickly to add in advertisements. Anchor will distribute your podcast to all the major platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Anchor is free. To get started, go to anchor.fm to start your podcast today. Maybe one day you'll be making millions from your podcast. Hey love, welcome to the Selfish Bay Podcast, aka Selfish Talk, hosted by me, Olenike O.C. Selfish Babe is a personal development and women's lifestyle brand dedicated to women learning how to selfishly and authentically love themselves. On this podcast, expect to have your mind expanded, curse words said, and to gain a new perspective about who the fuck you are. Let's get into it. The Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast is sponsored by my company, Goddess Detox. Goddess Detox is a holistic wellness company dedicated to providing women with self-love inspired products to physically, spiritually, and emotionally detox. If you are a woman wanting to detox her ex, detox negative emotions, as well as to get more in tune with yourself and your vagina, check out our Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls, as well as our Queen's Theme and Queen's Throne Combo, which is the in-home vaginal steam set for your convenience. You can find out more information on our products at goddessdetox.org, as well as follow at goddessdetox on Instagram. Tell them Olenike OC sent you. Hi, beautiful selfish babe. So in this episode, this was a really special episode for me because I was able to connect with four other women who are really deep in their spiritual practice, who have spiritual gifts that do offer these spiritual uh, services to people around the world. And um, for me, it's just beautiful to see their growth on Instagram and then and them unapologetically sharing themselves and their practice. And so in this episode, you notice the word witchcraft is here, aka spiritual alchemy. This is not to scare you. This is is what it is. And so for me, I really wanted to also in this episode dissect what does witchcraft mean? Because a lot of of times it has been demonized and a lot of people look at it as evil. And so I just ask you to open up your mind and your heart to hearing another perspective on what witchcraft actually is and how it can really empower you. Also, um, I do have a new section in the Selfish Babe app as of today uh, where you can basically get a spiritual reading. So it's going to be called Spiritual Readings and you can click on that link inside the app after you update it. And then after you click on that link, it'll have uh, the information of these four women whom you can check out their Instagram, you know, get their vibe and see if you want a reading from one of them. Um, I share my own journey in this episode about spiritual readings and why they're so important and how it has really changed my life and how witchcraft has continued and we'll continue to empower our lives. And so I just ask you, Selfish Babe, to keep an open mind and open heart. Please uh, tag us and share on Instagram so we can repost you. I love you so much. Enjoy. Hey, beautiful Selfish Babes. It is your girl, Olenike O.C. here, bringing you another Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast. And I'm so excited uh, for this episode. And so before we begin the episode, I just really wanted to kind of give you guys an idea of why I wanted to have this episode. So this episode, I don't have a title yet. I'll have a title at some point, 
but it's about spiritual readings. And I really wanted to bring together the women that I currently am seeing, black and brown women that I see on Instagram doing a damn thing. Okay, doing a damn thing and looking motherfucking good doing it, okay? <laughs> and um, I just think it's beautiful. It really warms on my heart. Um, it warms my heart. It warms my heart so much because these women are being themselves. These women have embraced uh, their spiritual path. These women are showing their spiritual path to the world. Um, when a lot of times it can be demonized, it can be uh, seen as a bad thing. And so the fact that these women are showing up and doing the work um, just makes me extremely happy. And I know that for me, uh, spiritual readings have been a major part of my life and my personal development. And I personally think I know that a lot of people in the world at this time uh, can be very confused with their life, um, where they're going, where they're headed. Uh, you know, we have a lot of high school students that once maybe thought that maybe college was the thing and that's not the thing. You know, so it's like, what is the thing for them? What is, what is their path? What are they supposed to be doing? And so for me, um, I think it was around when I was 22, 23 years old is when I got my first reading. And I had gotten my first reading by an Oshun priestess. Um, Oshun is an Orisha, and I'll go into that another day. But at that time, I was a person that was like, I have to see it to believe it. Now I'm the opposite, which is I believe it till I see it. But at that time, I knew where I was. And where I was is that I had to see it to believe it. And so my beautiful friend, Raquel Omipola, which is down here, right here, OK? <laughs> I will share her story a little bit. but. I know at one time we were over someone's house and the Oshun priestess had brought down Oshun into my good friend Raquel Mutola. And Oshun basically took over her body and, and brought us messages. And at that time, I was like, wow, this shit is real. Like at that time, I could not deny spirit because that was my friend. You know what I'm trying to say? Like spirit came into my friend and her persona changed. And so for me, I knew that that was spirit, Oshun, the deity speaking directly to us. And so for me, after that experience, I no longer doubt spirit. And since then I've had other readings and I've had experiences where, you know, we may have, I may have had a trusted uh, spiritual advisor who may have fallen on some rough times, right? And so because she found those rough times, she was trying to, um, basically use her gifts as a way to be like, oh, you need this, oh, you need this, oh, you need to get this reading, when that necessarily wasn't the case. And so I want to share this podcast to talk about spiritual readings with you all, but I also want to make sure that you guys are aware that sometimes people can take advantage of you. But the people that I have brought here today, from what I've seen, are very authentic, are very real, have high integrity, still do your own research. I want you guys to view their profiles, uh, pick up on the energy that you get from their profiles, choose from them or choose from somebody that they recommend. But I know that when I have do this and release this podcast that you guys are gonna be like, well, where can I get a reading, Olenike? I want a reading too. Here are some people that I recommend and, and I support. And, but again, um, use that to your own discretion. I just wanted you guys to know that sometimes there are people like that and I'm affirming that you don't have that experience. But I know for me, um, there's been times where my world was turned upside down. I didn't know why, or I didn't know why certain things were happening to me. But, but I had a knowing that I may see this physical experience happening to me, but I know that there's a spiritual meaning behind it, and I may not know why. So that's when I seek guidance from somebody else. That's when I seek guidance from a trusted source to be like, hey, this is what's happening. 
what are you getting? What is spirit teach? What is spirit telling you? Because honestly, I believe that we all can, you know, have our different spiritual gifts. And so what I like about these women is that they have fully and are fully embracing their gifts. And so it's like when they're speaking to you, whether either through intuition and insight, spirit is speaking to you. So you have to listen, right? You have to listen. And so for me, me listening and me obeying and doing what spirit has says is in my best interest, I do. And sometimes the messages that you receive may not be a message that you necessarily like, may not be something you necessarily want to do. But at the end of the day, it's what spirit wants you to do. It's what's in your best interest. And sometimes that shit, and that shit is going to be hard. Those choices are going to be hard, right? But it's all a part of the growing process. And so I'm going to get into the, the podcast now, but I wanted to start off with that introduction so you guys know, so you selfish babes know why I highly recommend getting spiritual readings, why it's important, why it's important to go into our spiritual gifts, especially at a time where we're at now in the world is, is, is highly, 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 very important that you guys start connecting to spirit, whether it's meditating, working on your vagina, working with your ancestors, doing the candle work, following your dreams, writing your books, doing all of that is very important at this time. So I'm going to first introduce, start off with Miss Big Empress Energy. Say hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Um, my name is Clementine Chloe. I read cords, energy, and people to filth. Okay. And I am a uh, psychic, intuitive, tarot reader, Reiki practitioner, um, all around badass, full-time witch, okay, as of recently. And I am, I am just so happy to be here with beautiful, like-minded, spiritual women uh, talking about, you know, really the most important thing about is our soul. Like being soul-centered is my, um, my intention with everything to just help us to expand and balance out some of our like inner demons and, and traumas. Um, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Grand voice of Ra. Greetings, greetings, peace, peace, all. I am Raquel Omitola of Grand Voice of Ra, and it is such an honor and a pleasure to be here. I am a writer, teacher by trade, high priestess, um, beautiful woman of Oshun, and I am here to speak to your heart. I'm here to Give your heart a voice, give your inner child a voice to lead you back on your path, to remove the blockages and kind of um, connect you back to your ancestors. So if you love anything that I'm saying, I would love to connect with you. You can visit me on my social media, Grand Voice of Raw. And it's just an honor and a pleasure to be here. I look forward to all that's to come. Miss yeah. Jay Alyssa. Hey everybody, I am Javia or Jay. And um, I do read. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I do readings. Um, like I talked about earlier, I like to incorporate the law of attraction into my readings because I could tell you whatever spirit has in store or, you know, what blessings you have coming or what lessons you're about to learn and things like that. The lessons that you're about to learn, I can't do anything about that. It's just going to happen even if you don't like it. But when it comes to like the blessings that pop up in my readings, I love using the law of attraction and teaching people about that. That way you can know how to go ahead and make that come into your reality. 
So and I'm also a Reiki practitioner as well. And do this stuff full time. I love it. And I'm so happy to be on here with all these other beautiful women that do the same thing I do. You know, we're getting the healing out here in the world and I love it. And Miss Rebel Flower. So what's up, what's up, what's up? My name is Naya Barnett. I am originally from Gulfport, Mississippi. I currently reside in Georgia. Um, I'm 26 years old. I am a full-time witch. I read tarot. I read oracle cards. I'm also a Hulu practitioner, but most of all, my mission is just to help the people. Um, the reason I stepped into this field is because I had a lot of trauma growing up, a lot of depression, a lot of things I was dealing with, and I didn't have nobody to turn to. Luckily, spirit came through and pulled me through. So as I'm walking through my path, I always say I want to give people the help that I wanted. So when I'm doing readings for you, when I'm doing any type of magic work for you, my goal is just to help you raise your consciousness so you can feel better within your own space, within your, within your own energy. So as you're walking through life, you just feel like, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I got to do for me and I'm happy doing it. I'm also a child of Imaya, you know, so reach out to me if you need that help, honey. Reach out, okay? <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I'm going to start off because a few of y'all mentioned and y'all dropped that W word. And the W word is witch, right? And I haven't had a podcast talking about which rich like the term witch and what that means um but I do get questions, okay? One one lady had messaged me and she was like, "Hey, you know, I, I rubbed my walls down with Florida water and this and that, but is what I'm doing wrong? Am I going to go to hell?" That was the question, right? And um, I was like, wow. And I get questions about that all the time because it's like they see, you know, the spiritual baths, they see the candles and they see all this stuff. And for them in their mind, they think witchcraft is, is a bad thing. They think it's, it's a, the devil. They think they're going to hell. And I know each one of us has our own personal opinion, but I just want to throw my in there. I don't think witchcraft is a bad thing. I think it has been demonized, um, especially when it comes to Christianity has been demonized. Anything not of the Christian stance is the devil. That's what I, my experience has been. And this is no shade to anybody that is Christian. If you're Christian, by all means, that's fine. I am not Christian. I make sure everybody knows I'm a very spiritual woman, but I'm not Christian. But for me, how I define witchcraft or being a witch, for me, it's using what the creator has given us, this earth, right? The fire, the land, the soil, all of that to shift energy, to change energy, to project energy and shift it into what we want. This is AKA creating our realities. That's what it is to me. For me, being a witch is, is walking in my God-like, goddess-like self. And it's not something to be demonized. But I want to ask y'all opinion. And y'all can start off by raising your hands so I can know who to pick on. But what do y'all think about the term witch? Go um, ahead, uh, Omicola. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad that this question has come up because um, Oftentimes, I, you know, witches come to me, you know, they come to me for empowerment, they come to me for the very reasons that you stated, you know, they do these things, but they're not sure, they don't want their, you know, soul to be condemned or, you know, condemnation or all these things like that. By definition, my definition, a witch is a woman who has mastered the metaphysical world. You can do this by using herbs, oils, um, crystals, whatever, trinkets, your mind alone candles, whatever it is the case, but it, a witch by definition is a woman who has mastered the metaphysical world. So I know Jay, you were speaking of the law of attraction. 
witchcraft. And a lot of Christians do witchcraft and don't necessarily call it that. Or, you know, so my thing is, uh, my biggest thing in, in this whole spiritual community is the heart. You know, where's your heart? You know, people have gone on psychedelic shrooms, you know, everything like that. And, you know, sometimes they get deterred from going forward because of the things that they see. But at the end of the day, it's about what's in your heart. And if you're doing everything with good and clean and clear intention, then whatever you, if, whether you call it witchcraft or voodoo or Christianity or whatever it is, it does not matter the name. What is its function? And where's your heart at the end of the day? So, yeah. Naya. Well, I grew up, my parents switched religions so much throughout my upbringing. We were literally Christian. We went from... Uh, uh, what they call a Hebrew Israelite, we want to be a uh, Muslim. So I have a lot of different perspectives on religion. And I always had questions, though, you know, a lot of things in religion didn't make sense to me. And I'm like, okay, you know, if God really uh, gave us free will, why is there a hell and a heaven, you know, stuff like that, I couldn't really get a deep answer to. So I always reached out and tried to do my own research, like, okay, I need something to add up. So when I started discovering things like witchcraft or uh, law of attraction and things like that, I was like, okay, this is more of a flow for me. But then when I would go back to my parents and be like showing them what I've learned and be like, you know, that's evil. You shouldn't question God. You know, only God know, like, for instance, the tarot and even astrology. They are always taught growing up, that's devil worship. You know, you're going to another source outside of God for information. Like, what are you doing? So... I was hesitant in the beginning, like, am I doing the right thing, even though it sat so well with me? So my term, as far as which, uh, would be like, like she just said, connecting with the elements, tuning into yourself, being one with nature, you know, uh, I have so many different terms, but all in all, I don't, it's nothing evil. But at the same time, with anything you do in life, there is a polarity. So you can go to the dark side of witchcraft and do evil shit and bring out demons or whatever it is you want to do. Or you can step into the light and help yourself and other people do with your work. It just really depends on what you want to do. Because I also feel like even in religion, you have extremists that go to the farthest extent to do extra shit and inflict pain on people. So it really just depends on your perspective on what it is you want to do within witchcraft, you know? So that's my opinion. <laughs> Anybody else have an opinion? Go ahead, Jay. I have something to say. Okay. <laughs> so I don't really consider myself a witch anymore. I did when I first started. I be practicing witchcraft, okay? I think everybody on this call does that, but I just don't consider myself a witch because I don't want to put a label on myself, and that's the only reason. But with witchcraft, I feel like, like you guys are talking about, it gets demonized, but one, I feel like witchcraft is mainstream already, and people don't realize it, like, for, I feel like Christians are the main people that are, like, afraid of doing witchcraft, and I was a Christian myself, and once I left Christianity and did get into witchcraft, I noticed that, you know, um, having an altar for Jesus, and, you know, drinking the blood of, of Christ, and um, the book of Psalms, like, there's so much witchcraft in Christianity that I had been practicing already, and I didn't know while at the same time I was getting taught that witchcraft was bad. Now, I was never afraid of it growing up because I always been weird, but it's just, I was taught that it was bad. And whenever I switched, oh, and I'm from Arkansas, 
y'all. I don't know if y'all have been to Arkansas, but it's <laughs> Arkansas. And so whenever I switched, a lot of people were just like, you know, freaking out. Cause I, people were calling me the devil and from my hometown. It was just weird. But, you know, I feel like witchcraft really changed my life because when I answered witchcraft, I started doing what I loved full time, creating financial abundance for myself. And, you know, witchcraft helped me on a spiritual level. Like, I'm glad that people are getting into, you know, using sage and Florida water and crystals and all the basics because witchcraft is very healing. Like, you could do everything through what's that? I could do all, I could do all things through witchcraft, which strengthens me, you know? It's nothing to be afraid of. You say, I could do all things through Christ, right? <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> there needs to be a tweet, but one of y'all tweeted. Okay, okay. Yes, I agree. I feel like um, for me, I, I'm really into astrology and I have a 12th house sun. So this is like the house of the hidden and the subconscious. And I've always really been interested in, you know, theology and religion and spirituality to the point when I was a ch- like a youth, I thought like if I really am, you know, commit my life, I'm going to be a priest. And I don't want to be a priest because like I thought that meant I had to be, you know, chased and I would not <laughs> do that but um I feel like it, you know the term witch is very misunderstood and for me it, it's synonymous with an alchemist and this is the and I feel like everyone you know every human you know has these powers has connection to spirit is you know has the ability to manipulate energy whether you want to call it witchcraft or not and this is something that is just integ- integral in our spirit and um and I, it has a lot of, you know, negative connotations. I understand why people, you know, don't really like the term because it has actually a word that I feel like is used to demonize what, you know, having your power and, and, and knowing your worth is like, oh, you're a witch, but it's like, that's not a bad thing. You know, yeah. control of your, of your world and working with the elements empowers you, you know? So um, I think it, it, it could be like a derogatory word that like people kind of took back, like, you know what, like we are witches and, it, I feel like I, I love the word, but I understand why people, you know, don't really mess with it. But whether you want to call it witchcraft or not, everyone has the ability to um, manipulate energy and get in contact with spirit and, you know, you know, raise their consciousness. Yeah. So my uh, thoughts, because like people have like, as you guys have mentioned, like, okay, I can take the Bible and I can use it in a positive way. Or I can use it in a different, in a more manipulative, maybe negative way, right? So like some people say, oh, I'm a good witch, right? I'm a good witch. That's the time, that's the team that I'm on. And some people can be more in the darker craft of it, right? Because there is a side of witchcraft that includes like bindings, like, oh, having a lover come to you or having a lover stay with you. That's not something that I necessarily agree with just because like... I just love the idea of somebody wanting to be with me because they actually want to be with me, but not because I'm throwing juju at them. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying that there is that type of witchcraft. It's very, very more manipulative. I'm not into that. Um, for me, I would rather be like, oh, maybe you need a self-love candle. Let's make you a self-love candle so then you can make yourself more attractive. Like your energetic pull, right? Your magnetism to attract somebody that you do want, but because they actually want to be with you, not because of some sense of control. But I did want to make sure that I mentioned that because that type of witchcraft is out there. It's not the type that I really promote, but it is out there. So I can get why people may even still have a negative connotation. Jay, were you going to say something? 
after you're finished about the love stuff after Go you're finished ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say since you brought up the love thing That's why like I used to do sales for people before my ancestors told me to quit doing that and people always come to me for love spells and I my first rule of thumb I'm gonna do a reading on y'all and if y'all not supposed to be together I'm not gonna do it right because you know people would try to manipulate and, and force people to be with them but whoever is listening to because I feel like all new people into witchcraft at some point has tried to do a love spell myself included I think you know I think everybody did that at some point but um I just want people to be careful if you're new because y'all, I swear to God, that stuff could backfire. And I had a girl, she came to me, she wanted a love spell. I told her, no, y'all not supposed to be together. Don't do it. She did the love spell anyway. And then she came back to me a year later talking about how, you know, she had got the guy back, but he was really abusive and now she was pregnant and she couldn't leave. Wow. And it doesn't always get that extreme whenever it backfires, but it could backfire. Like if you're going to do witchcraft, especially if you're new, like, if you're going to do love spell, do it to attract your soulmate, not a specific person, but like maybe the type of person that you're wanting. Does that make sense? I just want to yeah. warn people. Like I want to look out because I don't want, oh my God. No, it makes sense. And I think, and that's, I think a great topic too. It's like, oh, well, I want this person to love me. And we have to get into the root of that because if they're already not loving you or not attracted to you, why do you still want them to love you? Like, what are you, what is it that you're actually seeking? Because what I want people to know, and even though sometimes we can be very narrow-minded and very set in our ways, the world is motherfucking abundant. I'm going to say it again. The world is motherfucking abundant. So whoever the fuck you loving right now, who knows that, that there could be 10 other motherfuckers that could love you right the way you need to be loved. It don't need to be that one in particular. You may feel that it needs to be that one, but it doesn't need to be that one. So again, how about we do something to increase our magnetism? How about we do a self-love? Like, let's get into the bottom of this, because if my ancestor says, hell no, that's what the fuck I'm going to go with. But I know y'all see those memes where it's be like, your ancestor said this, or the Carol Tara card said this, but y'all still, but y'all still going. You know what I'm trying to say? So, I'm glad y'all mentioned that. You know, I want to I wanna throw something in that, too, outside of love. But even, I have people come to me and be like, can you make me a candle to get a new business or to attract a certain amount of money? And I'm like, yeah, I could do that. But at the same time, what type of work are you doing on your own time to up your business, to get clients, to promote yourself, to bring money to you. Because yes. I can make this count. It can, it, can, it can start a flow for you. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're bad with money, you're going to end up losing the money. If you are good in your business, you're going to end up losing clients. So it's like, yeah, you can incorporate this magic into your life. But at the same time, what is your mindset behind it? Like you just said, what is the work you're doing on your own time outside of these elements that can help promote what it is you want to do? Because at the same time, magic to me is literally you just setting your intentions and putting it out into the universe and allowing it to come to you when it's supposed to. So whether we're making candles or whatever it is we're doing with magic, it just goes back to your intentions. So if you're trying to attract love, get money, better your health, yeah, the magic can help, but at the same time, it goes back to what you're doing by yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of people misinterpret that, or they'd be like, oh, I tried to do a spell and it didn't work. Oh, no, honey, it probably worked, but it just goes back to what you're doing on your own time. What are your thoughts behind the magic you're doing? Are you doubting the magic you're doing, you know? You can't ask spirit for help and assistance, and like you said, when they tell your ancestors to come to you, be like, now nah, I shut it ain't gonna work and you still try to go ahead, then you shooting yourself in the foot. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's true. Come inside, I saw your hand. 
Oh, I was just agreeing with you. I'm like, mm. <laughs> do the work. It's 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 a it's a integral part of manifestation. You know, it's not just gonna happen. You know, just because of intentions. Like you have to meet the universe, whatever whatever you're trying to make happen halfway. You know, yeah. so you got to put in that work. Mm-hmm. Yes, balancing the physical and the spiritual. You know, because we are humans, we cannot to get too wrapped up in just the spiritual world. People do that too. They just want to throw everything in, in, in that, and it's like you have to really balance because we're not just here to just be spiritual. Okay. Right. Woo! Oh my god! I'm already. <laughs> and then <laughs> your ego gets messed. It's it's just too much, and your ego get wrapped up in it. And I... now I'm gonna start on that point. But we're gonna get back to that point. But um, I think another important part is knowing what to pray for, because um, we talked about love spells, we talked about the money spells, right? And it's like, you can ask for this certain amount of money, but what are you doing and how is your character? And sometimes for me, um, I think a lot of times we don't know what we need to pray for within ourselves to open up that way, right? So it's like, you know, maybe I want to be a multi-million dollar, multi-business owner, but what do I need within myself? I'm going to need some discipline. I'm going to need ideas. I'm going to need to know how to manage a team because that's stressful as fuck and it doesn't need to be, right? So it's like, what can I actually pray for within myself? What can I ask the creator or my deities to open up within my spirit that's going to help me get these things? While maybe it's, I do need more discipline, but, but it's like knowing yourself. At the end of the day, it comes back to knowing yourself. What do you want for yourself? And that's what I always talk about with my selfish babes. You have to know what you want. So if I know that, yes, I want to be, a multi-billionaire with multiple businesses, okay? Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna need to know what I need for myself. And it's like through my experiences of having one business or two business, then it's like, damn, nah, bitch, you need a team. You can't do this anymore. This is stressful. And for me, I don't want the work that I do or the work that I put out there to be stressful. I don't want to be the business owner that is always on my phone. I don't want to be the business owner that I can't have a conversation with people in front of me because I have my phone. Why am I doing that? Why do I not have a team? Why don't I have trust within other people? And I'm saying this because these are are real things that have come up for me, right? Me opening up my heart and trusting others with my shit so that I don't have to do that work and so that I have faith that it's gonna get done. If I have a bad experience with them, that doesn't mean shut down everybody. That just means find another, right? And so for me, those are growing steps in my manifestation, right? Sometimes it's like, dang, we want this shit to work in 20 days. We want this shit to work in 10 days. I just told y'all multi-billionaire with multiple motherfucking businesses. That's gonna take some damn time. That's not gonna take days, you know? <laughs> what am I learning? <laughs> what am I learning for my manifestation? What is opening within me? And so for me personally, I know trust, opening up my heart, trusting people with my stuff, managing people, delegating more things, knowing that, knowing how I want my success to look. Because at one point, the busy, busy person looked like success to me. But I know that for me now, that does not look like success. That looked like stress and bad health. That doesn't look like joy, love, and happiness and peace. That's what I want. And so I'm just saying that it's like, for the selfish babes listening, yes, there are certain things that you can do to get the things that you want, but you have to always go back to self, go back into your heart, like Omitola had talked about, what do you want for yourself, and what are things that you need to, to grow into? That's what it is. Sometimes you need to grow into your manifestation. We can continue to do the spell work, and the candles, and the affirmation, and the prayer, as well as the action. So I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. 
But um, Clementine had mentioned something and she had talked about only being in the spiritual world. And I want to, oh, I want to really dissect that because there's such a thing. Sometimes what I see is once people start getting quote unquote spiritual, getting into the metaphysical, I'll just say that. They get into the metaphysical, it's like the physical world doesn't look as exciting anymore. It's like they just want to only be on that side. And I want to tell you that the spiritual world is an integration. Yes. It is not just this side and this side. We have the physical world because we have the spiritual world. It is an right. integration. And so it's like, oh, if you just want to be just meditating and looking at your crystals and that's it. But yeah, but you're here in the physical world. So what can you do to enjoy the physical world too? It is an integration. If I'm writing my books, that is an integration. If I'm twerking, that is an integration. If I'm drinking my teas, that is an integration. Maybe I want to do some pole dancing. That's an integration because what I'm learning is that spirit wants us, it's an integration of things that I do. My business is a fucking spiritual practice, but people would not normally think that that is spiritual as well, but it, no, it is. It is a spiritual practice because it involves myself and my discipline and what I'm doing and putting out in the world. Now, y'all can hop in at any time. I want to hop in because <laughs> I do tell people that all the time, especially during readings, they'd be like, you know, how can I just be happy? And like you were just saying, with spirituality, there is no just being happy all the time. Duality exists for a reason. You're going to have days when you're feeling like shit. And the reason you're feeling like shit or uncomfortable or confused or stressed or having anxiety is because spirit is trying to bring something to your awareness. It's trying to show you, hey, this needs to be changed or this person needs to be removed from your life or you need to go take a nap or just whatever. It could be to the highest extreme or to the lowest. But there is, people got to remember that it's an ebb and flow. It's going to be good days. It's going to be bad days. But at the same time, you have to get used to, I'm not going to be in this perfect place all the fucking time. That's just unrealistic. And I do hate when the spiritual community or people just getting into the spiritual community, they start to promote how, oh, just be positive all the time. That's so unrealistic. Because you are going to have days where you feel low and you have to embrace that also and get comfortable with, you know, I'm just not feeling good today and that's okay. But tomorrow I could be feeling a little better or putting in work to start feeling better. But yeah, I can't stand when people in the spiritual community do just try to promote the light all the time because it's not just light. Everything has a balance, you know, it's good and bad and everything. Like you were saying with your work, that's a spiritual practice. Yeah. I had someone come to me and tell me, oh, you shouldn't be charging that much or charging whatever for your readings. You should be doing it for free because spirit came to you and gave you free information. Oh, I, free. I like how y'all made a face. <laughs> like, I have to put in like, work to get where I am. This did not come overnight, sweetheart. If my ancestors come to me and tell me I need to put a price on it, that's what I'm going to do. You know, and I feel like in a, some people in the spiritual community, too, are still having issues with accepting abundance, which is your money flow, honey. Yeah. Nobody, being wealthy or being rich is not evil, you know. And I feel like that does need to be talked about a lot because a lot of people think that being wealthy or comfortable is a sin almost. And that, yeah. I feel like that comes from religion. Mm -hmm. if we if we want to be real about it yeah we can talk about that in a quick second anybody wants to chime in about the spiritual world right that made me think like about you know pe people saying that maybe if reading should be free but it's a reading 
is a take not free because it deplete it takes a lot of energy okay to tap in to really um to, to channel and by you know so it's an energy exchange so i don't i feel like it's just it adds to about it, it it adds the balance you know the spiritual and the physical and you know money is is one form of exchanges there's you know so many different forms of exchanges as well and you know wealth a lot of times people also relate wealth to finances but it's also so broad as well like you know we have abundance of yes we can have an abundance of income but we can also have you know an abundance of peace of joy of appreciation of gratitude and um i just felt i felt you so hard too when you were talking about being a successful business person and being busy and that is so you know it's goals and then when you're there it's like if you don't have it set up a team like everything you're not going to be able to enjoy what you've created what you've worked so hard for that's something that i'm experiencing right now because i am so busy that it's like when do i you know when do spiritual workers take their time for themselves when do people who give and give and give and give take that time and it's like you know as you know as women as 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 healers we i feel like that's natural for us but a lot of a lot of our energy too we need to like take take that back take that power back feed it into ourselves see trust is a big thing for me wow i realized that too it's very hard for me to trust people and you know opening up open up that heart chakra let them in see what's up and just because one person could be a weasel doesn't mean that everyone is yeah yes no no i tell you love like i got you to listen i got you omatola i'm telling you like that's not the lies <laughs> like i get it like i was there like i i and i get why i was there like i get starting and doing everything yourself and then again okay no i need help and then it's like no no i need more help and then no i have to trust more like i need you to do this you know because it's like that's just not the way um the work that i do or the work that y'all do eventually can help be eating somebody else can help somebody else's pockets can help somebody else's knowledge so right now like i have a mentor she's my intern but She's my intern and it I had to do a, a little light little throw of a little shell to know if I should work if I should have her be my personal assistant, so to say. Because being a personal assistant to me is very close. You know what I'm trying to say? You getting all my shit, you knowing all my shit. And that requires a lot of trust. And so even though I have team members and they do stuff like that, that's still a trust giving somebody access to my Instagram so that they can post for me, so that they can comment for me that's trust baby you know so it's like I doubted using her and the thought that came to me literally after I throwed multiple times they were like no her 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 don't hire nobody else her 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 and before I left the room from talking to my ancestors the thought that came to me was like have a little faith in the girl have a little faith in the girl that's a lesson for me working with her is also helping me be a better leader right because it's helping me mentor her in a way right she's reading sacred woman right now mm-hmm. talking about which by queen of fool i always talk about sacred woman by queen of fool like you know and doing a book club and i can tell her my personal experiences with sacred woman but it's like i people ask me all the time do you do one-on-one mentorship and i say no because in my mind i'm like bitch that's work that's time <laughs> and that's kind of taken away from me that i don't want to do yeah, right now exactly. so her being in this position she gets paid but then also we have conversations to where things are coming up in her life. I can provide or be a source for her. And that's different. That's another way of me leveling up 
in my growth and my discipline spiritually. And so I just wanted to say that kind of time because I, I get it. Like, I get it. I'm still working on opening up my heart and trusting more. Girl, I had gotten a massage. I'm going to tell you, I had gotten a massage at Jeju the other day. Mm. Tell y'all, God wanted me to get a massage by a black man. Okay, Jeju is a Korean spa. Okay, Love you have it. Korean and Asian descent workers. And so when I went there, I was feeling low and I really wanted a massage. And I got a massage and I saw a black woman. I was like, like, cause they, I never see black women in there. Like I see black women in there getting the services. I don't see them there working. And so I thought she was just gonna sign me up and I thought I was gonna get an Asian descent person to, you know, rub me down. But then she started doing the work. I said, oh, I'm not getting my massage from her. Cool, cool, no problem. And in my head I said, God wanted me to have a massage by a black woman, right? So she was doing her work, doing her work and tapping and doing this stuff. And after we were done, I said, do you read uh, energy? And she said, yes. I said, what did you see? And then she said, uh, we could talk about it outside. And so we talked about it and she told me certain things that I had to work on my throat chakra and my heart and different things, different blockages that may, I may have had at that time. And she had talked about opening up my, my heart chakra and trusting. And mm. I said, that's exactly what the fuck I'm working on. You know what I'm right. trying to say? So spirit has a way of sending those different people at different times to give you those reminders on what you have to work on. And so when you expanding, just saying Clementine, find somebody. Find somebody <laughs> girl because <laughs> and, I and because then you're not able to work in your full power. We want you to be able to work in your full God given power and you have to be at peace. You have to be up. And if it's a if it's a couple of days off, girl, take it. Now I knew Omitola and Jay. I'm gonna go Omitola first, then Jay. Yeah, I just want to reiterate the fact that um, you know people come to us for it, magic is not a quick fix. Like magic is not a quick fix. So just being able, if you're coming to find out a reading, your life may be turned upside down. You're looking for guidance, so don't expect you know. I mean, perhaps quick fix sometimes, but also be open to the new path, be open to creating a foundation for this work to take place in your life, doing your prayers, doing your meditation, connecting, um, um, setting up an altar for your ancestors, you know, but being able to, to develop your life around that and not just, okay, well, I'm going to just and pay this person to do this or get this work done. Being able to incorporate that within your life, it's, 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 it's important. I shame. I totally agree with that. Totally can I put can I put in on that? Go ahead. Um, I do hear a lot in readings or just people as a whole, they do think when you get a reading that's supposed to give you the blueprint of like she said, a quick fix almost. And it's not. It's a lot of internal work depending on what you're going through that needs to take place. And you have to be conscious and really dedicate yourself to, like she said, either creating an altar to connect more with your ancestors or to um, tune more to yourself, make a safer space for yourself. We can't expect the healers we go to all the time to give us a step-by-step -step plan and we're supposed to check up on you and call you and make sure you're doing the work. You have to be on your own shit and make sure you're doing your own work too. You have to, I always tell people, whatever healing you're going to or channel or intuitive, make sure you can meet them halfway. Because at the end of the day, we have our own work to do too. And we can't baby you through the process. And there is times when we're going to be giving you messages and it's not what you want to hear. And you have to be open to that. You know, and I feel like a lot of people aren't open to hearing a bad thing. They just want to hear the good, you know, and yeah. I want to hear, I'm going to be okay, which you are if you put in the work. 
you okay. know and uh yeah that's on that <laughs> hey, what were you gonna say do you Me? remember yeah I just wanted to talk about like respect with the spiritual people that you're choosing to go to for the people that are listening okay um for people that like haven't got a reading before or maybe people who are thinking about getting a reading um and like you guys were talking about I I'm also in a place too where I'm so busy that I'm always on my phone like 24 7 um so I just want to say for people that are listening be respectful towards your spiritual workers like if you go to somebody because you're drawn to them and they say you know we're gonna make this potion under the full moon and the full moon just passed and you have to wait a month for shipping don't you know like rush that person or if somebody says you know i'm gonna send out email readings by friday and it's thursday morning don't go rushing that person or if somebody you go on their website because it happens to me all the time and that person's book like three months out don't message them and be like, hey, I know your book's out three months, but can you give me it? Because like, for us to be, you know, good at what we're doing and for us to give you the um, healing and the answers and the, you know, products and everything that you need that are going to work really well, we have to be our best self. So if you, you know, see us working all the time and then you happen to see us out at a bar on Instagram or something, don't hop in the DMs and be like, oh, where's my, because it's like, y'all don't understand how much we work, you know? Exactly. So if, you're coming at us exactly. With, if you're coming at us with anxious energy, for me, what I'm about to start doing is just if people come to me and, you know, it's before the time that I told you someone's going to be ready and you're rushing and being anxious, I'm going to block that person from booking anything else with me because if y'all want respect from us and you guys want us to do a good job for you, you have to meet us halfway. It's mutual and it's worth it. Speaking of, you know, like products and stuff like that, like Big Empress Energy, I have her little stuff right here. You made this underneath. Can y'all see that? I got my green screen. Yeah. But you made this underneath like a moon, right? Yes. I can't even get this shit to show. I'm sorry. I see it. I see it. <laughs> okay, I'm like, I can't. I have the show That's but cool. anyway no remember i told you like halfway through june i was working really well yeah i swear to god june ended and i made like half of what i used to make in one year and one month that is the reason and, and, I, and I use this stuff every day and so that's, why that's why it's important to like you know let people Think. take their you know let it's it totally worth it, but you yeah. guys y'all gotta quit rushing us i gotta be patient, okay? Because we got, you know what I'm saying? We be having stuff going on and we try to take care of you guys the best we can. Okay. Now, now what's the name? We got to give the name so people know what the product oh, name was. Yes. Right? That's that's how I'm to put it. I can't get this shit to show. What's it called, though? Uh, It's called Benjamin's Baby. Can you see it now? Ben I'm showing it like people can take a screenshot. <laughs> I got it. It's it's still on my website right now too. It's I'm doing it in a bigger size, a one ounce, because um so it could like last longer. And um yeah, that's the Benjamin's baby. That's my money oil. Okay. So yeah, her get that money oil. Right. Where to God that girl? I was like, look at this right here. Oh, Bless. <laughs> yes. And like I do charge all my oils under the moon, and that's another thing with shipping. Like I'm, I let it know that my website, but it could take long. Sometimes you could place an order, you understand that it's a pre-order, it has to be in the moon, and you might get it a month later. Like this is not Amazon, you know what I'm saying? But exactly. when you get it, it works. Like the work needs to speak for itself. So like that because I like that you mentioned that, Jay. Uh, and I've actually seen a lot more people mentioning that. A lot more people have said. 
I'm not Amazon. You're not going to get this shit in two days. <laughs> I've somebody else say, well, she wants to be like Amazon eventually with her shipping, but she sells hair products. She wants her shipping to be as good as Amazon. And I get it. So, but when I think when it comes to like the things that you guys are hand making, going out to the river, going out to the moon, working with energy and nature, that's going to take time. Just like Jay had mentioned, if it worked under the full moon, it was sitting under the full moon. We got to let that energy be, be infused and take some time if you really want it to work. If she just quickly put it up together and no intentions or whatever, of course, when you get it, put your own intentions in it too. But some people need to put their energy and their actual intention to add the juju, to add the magic for it to do what it's supposed to do. And so I'm really glad that Jay, you talked about just be patient. You know, be patient. That's who you're working with. You're not working with some robots. Okay, we have right. that right. like you have mentioned. Right. Um, did you want to say something, Amitola? No, I was just saying right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to know um, how y'all got on this spiritual path and how y'all began to embrace it. By mm -hmm. a raise of hand, who wants to go first? How did you get on the spiritual path and how did you begin to embrace it? Go ahead, Naya. Um. When I was younger, I say between probably seven and 13, I used to have premonitions like crazy. Mm -hmm. I will literally have dreams that will manifest exactly the way I saw it. And it will scare the shit out of me. Yeah. And I used to go to my mom, like, I think we, I had one vivid dream and I told her, I was like, I don't think you and my dad's going to be together no more. And she was like, don't say that. Because at the time, everything was good. Nothing was going on. Everything was great. She was like, don't say that. But that dream kept repeating itself, kept repeating itself, kept repeating itself until I told her. Yeah. So years down the line, it ended up happening. They ended up getting a divorce. And then even between that, I started, at the time, I didn't know I was doing this. But I used to astro travel a lot when I was a kid. Or I'd just be chilling, eating breakfast at the table, and I would feel um my like I would feel my spirit leave my body and there was a couple of times where I would be overviewing my house mm. that used to scare the shit out of me I didn't know what was going on I legit thought I had a problem yeah and for a long time I did kind of shut it out because I was like that's weird I didn't know nobody that was experiencing what I was going through but then uh fast forward I was in a very toxic relationship and those same nudges and a lot of things were just happening to me that was weird. I started having premonitions again. I started, um, my clear audience started coming out. I started hearing messages like literally like somebody sitting next to me telling me to leave this man or to uh, look at this or look at this paperwork, look at what he's doing. Like giving me little nudges on what to do to the point where I was like, I can't ignore this no more. I have to embrace it. Like they're coming to me for a reason. And a lot of the information they was giving me was accurate as fuck. I was like, okay. So from then, I it made me tune into myself. Because like I said, I didn't have no one to go to and ask, like, what's going on with me? My family was totally against anything supernatural. Um, they were very by the book. So it forced me to, like, build myself and start doing research on what this means, you know, um, and just embrace the feeling. So it sent me down a path like I said, like doing research uh, throughout that process, I did go through a mini depression because like I said, I had no one to turn to when I was in that relationship and going through that toxicity and dealing with these 
like I said, spirit messages or whatever was happening, y'all was just confused. But it, it really forced me to go within. And in the process of going within, I noticed as I was doing this research, uh, learning how to meditate, learning how to tune in energies, going into nature, I started to feel loved. I started to feel like I wasn't alone. I started to feel like um, I have a clear vision of my future. And I was like, I want to share this with people. And it took me some time before I came out and started reading for people and stuff. But I always noticed throughout my life that people would gravitate towards me for advice. Not necessarily for readers, but they just come to me and be like, nah, you just... You just look like someone I could talk to and I just want to talk to you. And right. I use that to my advantage in a sense, not literally to my advantage, but I was like, okay, I can help people. And I was never into tarot. Uh, my little sister actually bought me a deck randomly. She was like, I think you can use these. And I was like, what the fuck? Divinely. Divinely. Like, what is tarot? She was like, I don't know. I just felt the need to show you this. And I went on YouTube and started watching videos about it, and I never put the deck down. And that was, what, two years ago when I started using tarot cards? Mm -hmm. And my life took a totally different turn from there. It was like spirit was like, do this, do this, you know, read for this person. Read. And it just opened up so many doors for me, and I'm really grateful for it. Do this full-time now? Huh? Do you do this full-time now? Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Who's next? Go ahead, Anita. Wow, such a beautiful story. Thank I love you. It. I love the way you can't you can't run for what's for you. You know, right. you can't run for your path. And right. I say that as I talk to myself because I'm stubborn, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stubborn, but um, a little bit about my journey. I was in childhood. I would I always used to read a lot, write a lot. Um, and I remember in high school, I would see visions, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm a creative, so I make up stories. My, I'm an overthinker, and oftentimes I'm like, well, maybe I'm just like making this stuff up, right? But I could like look at people and, and see, you know, see their pain, see what's going on. So, I, but it was just too much. It was, it was so overwhelming. I shut that down. So when I got to college um, and I went to I started doing yoga and meditation that opened me back up to that. So I'm like, oh gosh, here we go again. But at this time I was more ready. I was in an environment where, you know, um, African traditional religions were around, you know, the Bimbe's, the Misa's, I got in reading and it's like, yes, this is who you are. This is what you should be doing. And I'm like, who, what, when, where, how, why? You know, it's like growing up, I would see my mom going to the reading and, you know, she would do stuff around the house. But it wasn't like she sat me down to teach me and give it to me like that, you know. Um, so since then, you know, still doing stuff here and there. Um, took Sacred Woman by Queen Afua. And anytime you'd have Misa, <laughs> I mean, not Misa, meetup, um, oftentimes the meetups would be at my place. And uh, we brought a, a Oshun priestess who was working with us at the time. And again, it, 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 I was always the... Um, I don't want to say, I mean, I guess I could say the leader. I was always the leader. I was always in that environment in some capacity. And just experiencing Oshun coming down um, that time on me, it was, it was like, okay, like at a certain point you, you have to surrender because like you're saying, your life will not get better. And like I tell people, your life will not get better until you stand on your star you know until you're on your path so it's like you know even with the binding spells and the this and the that 
you cannot create what is for you. You cannot bring to you what is not for you and you cannot run what is, what is for you as well. You know what I mean? So that was like my, my first foot in the door or that was, that was my reintroduction to my foot in the door. But since then, you know, still all the negative preconceived, um, um, connotations about witchcraft and you know what is it I do so I'm still doing me you know I'm still on my path <laughs> I still, you know go to my retreats and everything else like that but it was really when and I'm and I'm picturing like you all know that scene in Beyonce's video where uh she's busting through the door and the water's yep. coming out and stuff <laughs> that <laughs> moment for me was when um when my mother saw me and when my mother affirmed me and I was at a um it's a cruise style retreat soul care retreat um look it up beautiful beautiful sister and um I went and she asked me to do the prayer we did a libation and offering to the ancestors because y'all oh god I'm just okay I won't get too upset but y'all I mean they literally got a fucking like area outside of like bought out hey you know and it's like it's people it's children die you know poor right across the fence and y'all got you know what I mean so we we did an offering at the um at the spot to venerate to venerate us venerate black and brown people venerate um the land and it was magical it was surreal it you know my mom even to this day she said oh my god I can't believe you know I, I just kept on looking down and she's like that's my daughter that's my daughter so you know later that night I was telling people messages and everything of course and, and anytime I you know I, I know y'all could attest spirit talk to you all day about whoever but I like my my business so I always <laughs> ask I'm like you know there's a there's a message spirit has something to share with you are you open to receiving it and if they say yes I'll share if not, and that was the agreement that I made with spirit. Cause I'm like, okay, y'all giving me all this information, but I don't know these people. These people don't know me from a can of paint and I don't know them, you know? So that was my way to introduce it. So we're sitting at the table and I'm, I'm sharing and the sisters receiving it and everything. And my mom later on that night, um, she was like, Raquel, you know, you got, you got to do this. You got, you know, you have a gift. It, you know, you, you have to keep on going. And I'm like, you know, I always knew that, but it was just something me and my sister circle did, you know, and I was the go-to person and everything. But when my mother affirmed me, when the creator, when my creator gave me authority to move forward, I could not care about what anybody else thinks. The person who's responsible for my life, for my ashe, has given me right, has told me what to do. So I could not, it, it matters not. And even now it's like, you could, I don't give a damn. If you think I'm the devil, if you do, think what you want to think that's okay think what you want to think you know what I mean like I'm clear on my path and I know I do good work and I know who I you know connect to and what's in my heart so um yeah since then it's just been like okay shit you know mama said I gotta do it so let me do it you know and it's, it's just been a blessing and you know, uh, going to Oyotunje, getting the name change, Omitola, uh, Oladuni. Uh, it, it's just, it's just so magical. And and even as of recent, me stepping more into my power and accepting my role more and more. It's like for me, I thought 
I would be tired. I thought I would be overwhelmed, but it's actually the, the opposite. You know, like um, Yemaya, my good sister Naya, she's been bringing me many, many people and I've been working a lot with her recently. And I'm like, wow, I just, I'm like, well, good, good goddamn. If I would have known this, you know, a long time ago, I would have surrendered a long time ago. I'm <laughs> telling you. But it's a part I'm of the journey. You want to say, sis? I feel the exact same way. I literally told my sister that. I was like, damn, I wish I would have stepped into this a long time ago because I you feel so I mean? fulfilled. Like, the best thing I've ever did was choose my path. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> I, I just, you know, I want to encourage everyone to, to stand on your star. That's what I, you know, stand on your star. You were created for a purpose, for a reason, and it matters not what other people think, but that's a part of the journey. You know, and it's no time to beat yourself up and say, damn, I should have did this, should have did that. Oh, my God. I'm... No, that's a waste of time. Just do, yeah. do, do now. Now you have the information. Now you have the authority. Walk in your path. That's it. Right. So I've, I've been doing that. And I, I'm just I'm just so not not so much surprised, but I'm, I'm blessed. Like you said, that that fulfill. I cry daily. You know, if it's yeah. tears of joy or, you know, tears of I can't do it or I don't know, whatever the tears are, yes. they're either good or yes. bad, but I cry. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my journey. Thank you, beautiful. Thank you, beautiful. You're Who's next? Come inside, Jay. Who next? Uh, I'll go next. All right. Go ahead, Mike. It all started back in 1994 when I came into the earth. Hey. <laughs> 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 but, but no, I have always been spiritual. Like, I don't really talk about this a lot on social media because I be, you know, sharing my story to people. But when I was, like, a little kid, I had my first, like, weird experience where my friend, I was, I had to have been, like, seven. But my friend told me about her friend who had passed away. She got hit by a semi-truck. She didn't tell me her name. She didn't tell me what she looked like. She just told me about her. And that night I went home and I had a dream. I saw the girl. I saw what she looked like. She told me her name. She was talking to me. And so I go to my friend the next day. I'm like, hey, was your friend's name such and such? And did she look like this? And did she have glasses? And it was her. And it was then that I knew that I've been gifted my whole life. And like, obviously, I did the Christian thing and everything. And um, one thing about Christianity that, Christianity that I love is that it taught me to have faith, which is important, you know, with, with witchcraft and law of attraction and manifesting you have to have faith and know that things are going to work out for you. So because I um, got so much faith with Christianity and I was always motivated and uplifted after leaving church, I told myself, like, when I grow up, I, I actually wanted to um, help domestic violence victims. So before I started doing this, I had a nonprofit where I was helping domestic violence victims um, with everything that they needed and, you know, also offering them that uplifting and that healing and that support and that motivation and I told myself, I need to go have a business so I can pay my bills and run my nonprofit full time. And then God like snatched me up and he was like, here, you're not going to help just domestic violence victims, but you're going to help everybody. And I remember I had like, I was already on my spiritual path, not like I am now, but I had got divorced. I was isolated from my friends, from my family. It was literally just me and my son and my ex-husband like in Washington, D.C., 16 hours away from where I'm from. And I just remember, like, I kept going to this crystal shop buying crystals. I was buying hematite, as a matter of fact, to help protect my energy from him. And one day, I, it was really weird. And you guys probably understand because y'all have had these experiences. But one day, I was walking out the crystal shop, and I did not have my wallet. 
my aunt came up there to help me move back home and I brought her. I didn't bring my wallet. And as I was leaving, I was like drawn towards the tarot cards. I, like it's, it's like I wasn't doing it. My body just walked over. I dug through the cards until I found me a deck that I was drawn to. And then I took it home and I just knew how to read out of nowhere. And so for me, I didn't wait. Like two days later, I jumped in. And of course, I was charging like, you know, $12 when I first started and everything like that. But I like jumped in immediately and like God just opened up, you know, I had the gifts when I was a kid and then they've always been here, but it just kind of, it was like in that moment when I was going through like the worst time in my life, I turned to spirituality for healing. And then I just so happened to like find my life purpose and then get to where I'm at now on my spiritual journey. So it's been like, cause I never thought, you know, I never, I was supposed to be a nonprofit owner. I wouldn't, but it's like, wow, like, this is what you wanted for me. Have you, been, have you been in a domestic uh, violent relationship before? Yeah. Okay. So I have a five-year-old son. It's my baby. Um, and his dad, that was my high school sweetheart. We were together for five years. And y'all, he was so abusive. Like he was so abusive. The only reason, the only reason that I left him is because I had a son. Because you know, if you've been in that situation, you're like weak, you're broken down, you feel like this is it for you. Sometimes you feel like you're going to die. Because yeah. I remember texting my mom one day and I told her, hey, if I die tonight, bury me with, it was like a picture I wanted her to bury me with. Because my baby died, you know, he always, I thought he was going to fucking kill me. So we were together for five years and it was physical, emotional, mental, and I had PTSD for years after. But my baby, like once my baby came, I was like, you know what? I wasn't strong enough to leave for me and that's my fault but I'm gonna be strong enough to leave for you and so we separated within like the first year that my son came and so that's why I love helping people but domestic violence victims are close to my heart because I've been through that like I've been so broken down I've been choked while I was pregnant had shit thrown at me had my stuff destroyed been threatened to be killed multiple times and you know had bruises and busted lips and, and shit like that and it's just like I always want to be there I'm gonna cry y'all it's like that was a rough time oh, hey, honey. you know I just want to be there for people that been through that but then God told me to help everybody so I'm doing this but you know domestic violence victims they really you know have a we problem. love you girl <laughs> I definitely I didn't deal with the physical aspect necessarily but the relationship I was telling you that was toxic it was mental as fuck constantly put me down and try to if I ever try to leave he'd be like I'm gonna kill myself and me being the empath I am I was like no I don't I don't want you to do that you know what can I do to help you like my crazy ass try to help him better himself and forgetting all about me so I definitely get where you're coming from and I do see it's crazy in a sense like how the universe use certain things that we go through to lead us to our path so even though I hated that situation for me or whoever had to experience that, you too, honey, it led you to what you were supposed to do. And now you have the insight and the strength to show people, yeah, you can get out of this situation too. As hard as that shit was, you can leave and you can better yourself and you can become something great. It's just a matter of having that shift. And do you really want this for yourself? You and know? that's what I'm trying to tell people because it's like people will tell me, well, I have a kid and I... I try to tell people, like, when I left that abusive relationship, like, I'm a single mom, and I do get help. Like, my parents are so, especially, like, me being a business owner, my parents are so helpful now because they weren't at first. But, you know, 
I remember like, I wasn't even going to leave, but I was like, you know what? And I was scared. Like, how am I going to pay bills? Like, like, what am I going to do? Because at that moment I was working a job making $11 an hour and I had a newborn baby. Babies are expensive. And I just remember like, I left and at first, I would say like the whole time until the past like two years, I struggled. I was broke. Like I was broken down. Like I was just going through hell, but you could always pull yourself. And, and that's why I do what I do. Cause I want to let people know you could pull yourself back up. I did it with, I went from making, you know, $20,000 a year and broke. No, no, nothing. Taking care of a baby by myself with a job that I hated. And try, I, I don't know who else on here got kids, but you know, whenever you go through shit, you can't even go through it like you want to because you now you have your kids my bad now you have your kids that's coming up to you talking about mommy what's wrong and it's just like damn well i can't let you so it's like harder but you know now it's like life is so i make four times more than what i used to make i have my dream job my baby's taken care of and we're both happy and healed and of course, now I try to focus on my son and healing him through any trauma that he experienced, especially with the situation that he was born into. But I do want people to know, like, it's okay. And you know, my DMs don't be open for people to have spiritual talk open-ended, like you need to book me for that. But when it comes to domestic, domestic violence situations, I always try to be there because you just be feeling so helpless in that situation. Like, oh my yeah. God. Y'all yeah. have made me cry this morning. It's healing. <laughs> It is healing, RJ. And I want to say um, thank you uh, for sharing that. Um, thank you for sharing that. And I still think that you should just start your nonprofit. Continue what the work that you're doing. But um, I definitely feel that it's on your spirit to still focus on uh, domestic violence victims. So whatever that may look like for you, along with the work that you're doing, um, I think it's something that you should do. But I know that the Selfish Page listening really felt it. They felt touched by what you had to share. I felt touched by what you had to share. And I'm just so happy that even with the tears that, you know, came flowing through, it was real. And that's what Selfish Babes is about, about being real. So thank you, boo. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to go find my paperwork <laughs> next week to, to redo my nonprofit here in Texas. <laughs> now we're going to get to Clementine. So um, what brought you on the path and how have you embraced it? Right. Um, I feel like for, you know, I've always been, you know, attra attracted to um, spirituality and, and religion, God, the universe and all of that. So um, for me, it, it always felt very natural. I am someone who I'm very, very like, okay, I have a lot of Gemini in my chart. So I'm very like clear audience. So I would always like get downloads and messages, you know, from spirit and the things that like I would hear is like coming true or like things that like, I, I don't know how I would know that. And it's just like, for me, I'm like, okay, I never really thought much of it. I'm also someone who's really passionate about writing. And I always saw myself as a writer. Okay. I always wanted to write. That's what I studied in, in, in college, creative writing. Um, so that's kind of like how I ended up here. I started reading tarot in high school um, because I went to like a bookstore and I saw a deck and I was attracted to it. So I just started reading like friends and family and I read friends and family for years, right? I never saw myself as um, a reader or anything like that. It was kind of something, I don't know, I guess that I feel like it was 
it, it's just one of my callings, I guess, that it's what happened. But I started out trying to be, you know, a writer, and then I, I became a teacher. I was a middle school teacher. I just uh, resigned from the Department of Education to do this full time. Um, and I had started basically reading for others when I was, you know, in my master's program, but I also needed something. Like I had my son, I was going through a divorce. I was going through so much, like definitely like a, one of those dark night of the soul type moments. I was, I have gone through so much um, transformation. I feel like in the past few years, ever since I had my son really, um, who's three. Um, and I was in a, you know, an, I feel like, you know, spiritual women or women who are very strong, we do, um, you know, we do find ourselves sometimes in these abusive relationships. So I was definitely in a, you know, I was about to break up with my son's father before we had my son. And then we kind of moved because I was living in California. So then I found myself back in New York and I needed something for me. So I've, my cards have always been with me. Like they're always been with me. But when I had my son, I started getting Oracle cards. I always had the same tarot deck for the past 10 years. Then I started getting Oracle cards. I was into like all the, you know, reading all the guidebooks. Um, and I was like, I want to write about what I'm learning. So I started my Instagram. So when I first started my Instagram, it was just me writing about tarot. Then I started offering readings to the public and it just took off from there. I'll, you know, my readings turned out to be very accurate and it just took over. It, everything just started taking over. I've been following my girl, Naya, since I started, I feel like. So Naya I knows. <laughs> Naya See, knows. your growth, honestly, girl, is, is, is beautiful as fuck and very inspiring. Because I'm like, damn, look at my girl go. Because I remember when you mm -hmm. was like at 500. And right. to see where you are now, it really just goes to show when a person dedicate themselves and this is really what you want to do, you can make something from it. Uh, just got to be consistent and you got to be real. And that's yeah. one thing about you, the way you show up, it's just, it's like, okay, if anybody don't like you, they're just a hater. <laughs> because like, you're fun and like you said, your, your messages are accurate. And it's just like, damn, like, it's beautiful. It's just beautiful to see. So I commend you for stepping out there and going outside of your comfort zone, you know? Yes, I think that, thank you so much. And that was definitely something that it was, because for me, I started as a writer, so it was very behind the scenes. But I saw that my whole life changed when I went in front of the camera and started mm -hmm. sharing myself, my, you know, my personality, my authenticity. Then, you know, I really help myself to help others i had got a reading also like when i had first had my son because i wanted to get a reading about you know my daddy so i had got the reading and then i went to this like psychic out here i live in long island and she's like you're a healer you, you've come here to heal people and like i feel like that also changed me because i was like what i'm a healer like it gave me so much <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I feel like it's just when something is for you, you know, when you're living in your purpose, it's going to flow. And I feel like th with the guidance of like listening to my ancestors and my guides and my whole team, I have been able to kind of just like change my offerings, change what I'm doing and just be a channel, you know, for, for healing power, for inspiration, for, I feel like empowerment, that's kind of like my thing. I just try to lift, lift lift up people's voices so that they can like shed a lot of insecurities and just like step into their power for me like 10 years ago I 
my mother is a, is a psychotherapist and um, she got me really involved with like um, science of the mind and Ernest Holmes and like Mm. all of these studies of how you can really change your mind psychocybernetics so i've always really been into that and i always you know write affirmations was my thing louise oh hey all of that was like my thing like 10 years ago okay so yeah. like that's where my foundation so that is where my readings tend to kind of go into empowerment and like using the power of your mind the power of you know of, of manifestation I, I don't really like the word manifestation because i feel like I have a lot of things. I use it because it's it's an accurate thing, but I also want to put that out there that it kind of has some connotations too. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm just you heard me, girl. Communication. Tea. What's the connotation? The connotations. Okay, I feel like maybe with manifestation, it could be like it has a thing of like maybe being water watering down what it is. It's really not about mm -hmm. manifestation more than like alignment or. You know, it's a, some manifestation can also sound very materialistic, you know, or egocentric. And it's like, it, it, it's like more than that. That's why I kind of don't like it. Even though I, you know, know that we can manifest and like, it's up, you know, I love, I love having that power and knowing that I can make something happen out of, you know, just an intention. But it just, it takes more than that because you can want something so bad, but if it's not for you, it's never going to be for you. It's never going to happen. Like, you're just going to keep, you know, trying to go down a road that is going to lead you nowhere. Can I, can I throw in on that? Go ahead. Right. What I tell people too, because I, I do get that question a lot, like how can I manifest this specific thing? And what I tell people too, we, we're manifesting 24-7. There's yeah. not a moment where we're not manifesting. But it goes back to what Clementine was saying, that it just depends on what you're aligned with at that time. You know, if you constantly mm -hmm. attracting... Uh, I don't like to say necessarily negative experiences, but since experiences that you don't want at that time in your life, then you have to ask yourself, where am I energetically? What have I been yeah. thinking about? What have I been giving my focus to? Because that's going to show what you're pulling into your life. That's what you become a magnet for. So honestly, to me, manifesting is not that hard. It just goes back to what are you thinking about? You know? And that reprogramming of the mind, because I know for me, that was a big thing growing up, especially when it comes to attracting things like money or abundance as a whole. Oh my God, being receptive. Like I was good at giving, but receiving was a challenge for me. Yeah. I was like, big mouths of money. I can't, I can't keep that or I can't get that or I have to work really hard in order to attract it. So it just all goes back to energy. It's your energy yeah. with manifesting anything. I was gonna say, I like uh, when Clementine had mentioned alignment. That word has been coming up for me a lot lately, alignment. So I like that you said that because I think it is about alignment. And um, now when you had said um, big amounts of energy and not working, like seeing that you have to work, now you're not wanting to work super hard for it. That's something that I'm, you know, reprogramming my own mind with the affirmations that I'm doing. Um, last week I was doing a vaginal steam and I was doing some affirmations and a song, like affirmations came to me that I needed, but they came to me in song form. Right. And so the song form was just telling me that I don't have that I don't have to work that hard. That I can sit back mm -hmm. and relax and I can receive. And I, I can sit back and relax and I can receive. So even that, that's a change of mindset. That's a change of my subconscious thinking of like money and success and how does that look and and changing it from like this hustle, hustle, bustle, bustle, bustle to no, I can sit back and relax. Everything else can be working for me, right? And I can receive because I know before you have mentioned money mindset and 
we were going to talk about spiritual wealth. And um, I have this challenge called um, the three days securing your back challenge that selfish babes can take. And it's really a challenge about money mindset. At the end, I give different people that they can follow to really start a business. But in it, it isn't about money mindset because what I have seen in the spiritual community is like, no, we're going to be in the grass and like, no, we're not going to have the nice cars. We're not going to have the nice shoes. We're not going to have the big house. That's yep. donation. No, you can't have that. Looking at you crazy. Okay, so I can't be spiritual and rich. Isn't that part of it? It's abundant. Oh, spiritual witch. Oh, wealth. If I'm well taken care of, can I not give more in this world? If I have more, can I not share more in this world? And so I tell people that it's like having wealth is a part of your life. Growing wealth is a part of your life. If it's something you want. And Clementine had mentioned this too, that it's not just material. It's not just money. It is for me, the joy, the love, my health, the friends around me, the sisters around me. How do I feel on a daily basis? Because for me, that is a part of wealth and it, it, it grows uh, your perspective on wealth in a, in a way that integrates spirituality where I think people can understand it better. But it's not just laying in the grass having as little as possible and giving right. all to the world. That's not what it is. That doesn't right. make me comfortable. I know it makes me comfortable. And everybody should know it makes them comfortable. Omitola? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, um, energy goes where attention, you know, energy flows where your intention, where your attention goes. So it's just a matter of, I mean, we could talk all day about law of attraction, but I'm just grateful that you can change you know it's not like okay you're born with these set of parents and these set of circumstances and these blockages and you're just you you have to follow the script like you can literally change your life and you know as cliche as it sounds but live your best life but like you said all depending on what you want to do and what you have to do but that i think i think it's important to know that we can a lot of times it's like okay, well, maybe I, I just don't know. I didn't know that I could. So you're going in the same loops. You're going in the same toxic cycles because you, you don't even think that you have the choice. You know, you're not even aware right. of your power to create right. the change that you want to see. So I'm, yeah, the power of the mind, the uh, power of subconscious mind, Joseph Murphy, all, I, I, I love it. I love it because that's my foundation as well. The meditation, the yoga, the um, subconscious, conscious, it's, it's all relevant. Yeah, right. I have this last thing because I know that, and if I miss anybody, I know that Clementine and Jay, y'all do distance Reiki, right? Does anybody else do Reiki? I just want to make sure I have that together. Okay. I do, but not necessarily. I don't offer it online. I do it more in person. Okay, got it. Yeah. So if y'all, one of y'all can go in and, and tell us about Reiki and how it's helped people and what it does, because um, I think that will also be beneficial for the Selfish Babes listening. Whoever wants to go first. I'll go first. Um, well, Reiki, I try to make this explanation very simple because I feel like it's like hard to explain, but Reiki is a Japanese healing technique. You go through and you heal the person energetically and people do it different, but it kind of has the same like effects pretty much. But the way, actually I became a Reiki practitioner because when I was going through my divorce and got into tarot, I got Reiki and it changed my whole life. Um, so anyways, but with Reiki, I mean, the way that I do it. I basically remove any outside blockages, outside negative energy that people have attached. And then I like to check people's chakras. I started checking people's chakras maybe like a year or so ago. But I like to see what's open and what's closed before I start. And it's normal to have stuff closed because we go through life. It just happens. But I like to tell people because 
if somebody's been feeling, um, I don't know, like they can't see the bigger picture or they've been feeling lost on a spiritual level or your third eye chakra is probably closed. So I like to explain that to people. Go through, heal, open up everything. One thing I do tell people about Reiki, it can help like raise your frequency. It can help with stress and anxiety. Um, it can help you sleep better. It, can, it heals you. But, you know, like we were talking about with tarot, how you have to do your own work. If you go get Reiki, it's not the quick fix. Reiki's not going to heal you from childhood trauma or other things that you've gone through or if you've been suppressing past situations because you didn't want to heal and you're like, you know what, let me get Reiki. It's not going to help heal everything. So it helps heal you, but you be having to do your inner work too. But I think Reiki is amazing. I mean, I get it with the type of work I do. I have to get it like every three months because it helps keep me grounded and centered. And I mean, yeah, I love it. And you know what I love about Reiki? I be talking to people with dead relatives and stuff. They be popping up to me. Like, I love it. When I'm like working on people's heart chakra. The other day, this girl, she, I was on her heart chakra and not her heart, I was on her throat chakra. They normally come at the heart chakra, but her throat chakra, I saw this younger guy in a suit and I was like, that's kind of weird, but I'm gonna pass the message along. And I was like, hey, this guy came up and he wants you to communicate with him. He's kind of young and he had his suit on. And she was like, oh my God, my brother, his birthday's today. He passed away. And that'd be making me feel, I'm a, I love Reiki. Just, just go get it if you never did it before, okay? It's going to change your life. It's crazy, Commissioner. I just want to throw real quick, Jay, that you had got Reiki after your divorce. Yeah. I had got Reiki after my breakup because my ex kept coming back. He kept coming mm-hmm. back. And um, the lady was like, you need to break the cord. And I was like, what the fuck? Break the cord. I was like, yeah, break the cord. And when she finally did it, he did not contact me no more or anything. And I was like, I need to learn how to do this. And yeah, yeah you know what? Like, I'll go ahead. No, I was just, I was just saying that's what just got me. Like, I need to learn this, you know? Yeah. And my, yo, I swear to God, I got divorced like two years ago. I'm in a whole new relationship, by the way. They still be contacting me through email sometimes. I can't let go. But like with Reiki, what he did for me. <laughs> It broke my soul tie on my end. Like, I was able to let go of him, and I still have the pain and everything like that. But after the Reiki, it shifted my vibration where I was like, you know what? Fuck him, and this is what I'm going to do moving forward. And it almost gave me my my power back to be. It's like when she was doing the Reiki, she, when I went to her, I told her, this is what's going on. Like, I didn't know about the chakras and shit. I just said, this is what's going on with me, and I need healing. And after it was over, I felt so empowered and and on a higher vibration and I just knew that things were going to be okay and with Reiki it actually with my first session it actually taught me how to heal myself because I was like okay like this is what it feels like to heal I want more I want more so I like that go ahead come time um for I also you know I had started getting Reiki um I definitely had a very who was that when I got Honestly, <laughs> I remember I had went through a very heartbreaking time. I had not, I heard about Reiki and everything. I was like, that's cool. But I was going through a really deep heartbreak and I did get a Reiki session. If I, it changed my life. It really helped me have an energetic shift. I felt it. It was, a, my first Reiki session was a distance Reiki session. And um, I just was just like, this is amazing. I I was really feeling, feeling the vibes. And then I also was in a, like a meditation um an ancestral meditation and i had gotten the message from my ancestors to you know 
do, do the Reiki. And this was like, I was just like, should I do it? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if this is for me, but when I got that confirmation, I, I set up to go uh, get my Reiki training by um, this beautiful woman in Brooklyn at her house. She had just had a baby. The vibes were just good. She was cooking like vegan, vegan food. And it was just like all day. And, and, and what I also loved about getting Reiki attuned is it also helps open up, you know, and I know you talked about this in your YouTube, Jay, it helps you open up your psychic ability as well. Mm -hmm. Like the attunement mm -hmm. really changes, uh, shifts something in you. Okay. And it's just like, wow, it really, expanded and then I started you know doing Reiki on myself and my family and then I also intuitively heard from my ancestors to mix it with candles so now I, I started doing candle Reiki uh -huh. which I basically do it you know it's like a, it's a distance Reiki and I also use the candles to help with the healing and um and I just I just love it I just feel like it's I, I just live for for reiki and i also get reiki from you know other practitioners at least like once a month i try to just really oof, reset and every time i always feel amazing but i will say too with reiki sometimes you can feel amazing but sometimes you can also have emotional roller coasters or energetic crashes which has happened to me yes. too where you get reiki and it's like i feel great and the next day i feel like horrible like, oof, mm. and then it's like kind of your body needing to release i feel like yeah cool. i wanted to talk about that because i know like I don't do Reiki. I've had it done on me different times, but I know you guys, at least I've seen you guys post about it. So I wanted to make sure the Silver Spade knew. And lastly, I want to end this with my girl, Raquel Mutola. I just want you to kind of just give the woman some information about Oshun and mm -hmm. how she has blessed your life and just anything mm -hmm. you have to share about the great mother. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. I'm, okay, I'm a I'm a talker, so I'm gonna try to be quick. <laughs> but um, first off, Oshun is um, the misconceptions of Oshun, right? She is the goddess of sweetness, of love, of beauty, goddess of fertility. Um, known as the holy whore, but she's known as the holy whore because of her abundance and her fertility so you know a lot of times it's like oh i'm a woman of oshun so i can't just have I, I can't stop having sex with men and everything like that and it's like okay that's her call to you if you're having a, a, a over or over over sex drive you know yes sex is great but she's the mother is calling you she wants to, she's bringing her children home so another thing with oshun um she she's the queen she's the queen mother of the mothers the mothers are the primordial forces that keep the universe together the creator sustainer and destroyer she is or she is queen mother of those um so oshun oh, she has blessed me blessed me and uh, she knows i'm stubborn so <laughs> work that i have to do i'm giving my bath you know um, bracelets making jewelry all those things are forthcoming but Oshun, essentially, she's the, she's the sweetest Orisha, but she's also a warrior. A lot of people don't know that side of her. She is, um, she's fierce in her form of Ibukule. She sits on the council of witches, you know, to um, 
to correct those who need correction. So, and I say that because um, for a long time, I'm like, oh yeah, there's only good witches, you know, it's like this, this stuff is like good, people only use it for good, but no, there are, like we discussed earlier, there are some ones that, um, you know, may use it for bad and, and it's not a good or bad thing, it just is what it is. But um, Oshun, she is that too. So she's definitely not someone that you want to um, upset. You can't, you can't, you can't really upset her in that way. But just, I know a lot of people are like being more open to her because Beyonce has like dropped her name and everything like that, which I think is a really great thing. But also come to, come to her, come to yourself, come to your Ori, come to spirit, come to God with respect. Come, come with it all with a sign of reverence and not only to give, but to, and not only to get, but also to give. Building that relationship with her and, um, and laughter, she's about laughter. Like I hear laughter right now. She's like, and that was one thing that was uh, a lesson that I had to learn in my life because I'm so serious and everything has to be so perfect, you know. <laughs> but you know, laughter, laughing at your own lessons, and she, she, she will give to you as much as you are willing to receive. You know, I remember one time when we went to the at the beginning of this year, and. Um, Oshun had come down because we give offering to the to the river on the full moon and I had asked her about my relationship right yeah. and I'm like uh, I said yeah you know what's this she's like yeah well if you want to so in my mind I'm like yes you know how you manipulate <laughs> the message <laughs> ultimately that re that relationship no longer exists right so yeah. She, she, she is truth. She is truth. She is honor. She is beauty. She is spirit, but uh, she's also a warrior. She's protector. My education, like Clementine, I'm, I'm an educator. I've been in uh, three and four year olds, you know, teaching. Uh, so she's a protector of the babies, protector of children, protector of fertility. Uh, she, 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 she's a, she's a badass. She's someone, she's someone good to have on your team, uh, but also no, come, come with her correct and come with respect. You know, um, so yeah, she she's powerful. She works with the mothers, the ancestors. She she's a great great warrior to have in to have in your pot to have in your guide. Honey, the whole time you was talking, I was getting chills, chills, chills. chills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. What you want me to say to the people? What's the word for today? <laughs> I so, wanted my good sister Raquel Mitola to give some insight on Oshun because even though we are talking about spiritual readings on this podcast at some point I know my selfish babes are going to want to go to specific deities I always say go to your ancestors first build that ancestor altar first I have a YouTube video Onike OC ancestor altar look it up but I know that sometimes with different different phases of our lives call for different spirit guides sometimes and it may come to us or we may be attracted to them and come to them and so I wanted uh, Rakal Omitola to give some insight on Yeye Oshun, who is a deity and traditionally known in like African spiritual traditions or African spiritual religions, so to say. And for me, um, when I was 22 and 23, going to FAMU in grad school and learning about how some of my fucking professors are priests and priestesses of this African path, this traditional path, like Ifa or Santeria or Vodun, priestess, priests and priestesses, helps me. Because for me, I needed to see Black faces in spiritual practice. And for me, at that time, Christianity was not what called me. When I learned about ancestor veneration, when I learned about 
going to the river or going out to nature and giving offerings because there's a sense of reciprocity on receiving, that is how spirit connected to me. It made sense. It, I didn't have questions anymore. And so I know that there will be some selfish babes that may want to start working with specific deities. I will say, first of all, start doing your own research. I know I can't necessarily say go to these people and learn about these deities from them. I just happen to have those experiences where I was in those spiritual circles and able to be able to see spirit come down and work with specific deities. Or maybe I'm attracted to one, like one right, one right now that I'm working with is Lakshmi the goddess of wealth. I'm very attracted to her. I'm working with her, right? I'm working more with the legwa. So it's just like, I know I want, I want my selfish babes to do their research online, but I also wanted them to hear about somebody's specific experience with working with the deity and what that, what that can bring for their lives. Because sometimes it's just what we're working on within ourselves. So maybe it's inner confidence, maybe it's beauty, maybe it's self-love and accepting myself the way that I am. So I'm gonna work with Yael Shun, right? But right now I'm working with Lakshmi. She, it, Lakshmi is the goddess of wealth, but she has so much more to her. And a book that I thought was really great and helping me learn more about spirits that I'm still going through is called this, the Encyclopedia of Spirits. And I have this, they just, she, this writer by Ju, Jukia Elis, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but she, I love that she was so diverse. She was so diverse. It wasn't just um, Greek mythology. It was also Nigeria. It was Haiti. It was around the world of different spirits that people can start working with. So for the selfish babes, um, listening and watching, I highly recommend that book. It's in the book list on the app as well. And um, I, we are wrapping this up and I just want to give my beautiful ladies, my friend Raquel Mitola mentioned this. Okay, we are on Oshun's day. We're on a Friday. One, two, three, Ashe. four, five. We got five ladies. Oshun. Okay, it's a blessed day. And so Ashe. I just want to say thank y'all so much for your time and your feedback and the work that you do in this world and for authentically showing up as yourself, authentically showing your magic, being unapologetic about whether or not you use the term witch or whatever. I just love that you guys are doing the work and I am affirming that the selfish babes that are listening and watching that they go to you guys for services and um, I will be having you guys information below in the description making sure that people know your Instagrams and how to contact but if there's any last minute words that anybody wants to say take this time now. All right well I just want to say thank you for having me here it's definitely truly a blessing. And so like you said, the selfish babes out there, just continue to follow your truth and don't be afraid to step more into your power because that's going to lead you to the love you want, the success you want, the better health you want, or whatever it is that you truly want from the universe. Just continue to do you and be happy doing it, you know? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Thank you, boo. I want to say to the chief who has returned home. Thank you so much for your ashe. Thank you for listening to your ancestors. Thank you for answering the call. And I want everybody listening and under the influence of my voice, under the influence of all of our voices, to be a testimony of what happens when you answer the call on your life. So continue to be your great selves. Continue to love yourself and take care of yourself as you take care of others. And I love, love, love you and have a blessed day. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm.
Yes, thank you so much for for inviting us and having everyone. I love all you guys so much. I want all the selfish babes to be open to receiving all the blessings in your life, all the abundance because you deserve it and because you are worth it inherently. Um, and I'm just sending you guys all so much beautiful, bountiful blessings. Oh, I was about to say, girl. <laughs> you gotta say it. Intro. It's so cute. <laughs> thank you for saying it. works. I just wanted to say that because I'm a Pisces, you know, I have to say I love you guys so much. If you listen, even if I don't know you, I still love you. And um, just remember that you are protected and that you're supported, that you're walking on the right path. I tell it to people all the time. You're never on the wrong path. You're always where you're supposed to be. So you're going where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Anyway, you're on the right path and, you know, keep doing what you're doing and have a great day. And I'm sending all my love. Yeah, beauties. Thank you. Peace. <laughs> Hey, beautiful. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast. If you feel like this episode has helped you in any way and you think that it could be impactful to a girl or a woman that you know, definitely send this episode to her. Also, make sure to download our Selfish Babe app to receive self-love inspirational messages throughout your day found in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You can also head over to our website, SelfishBabes.com, to join the community. Follow at SelfishBabes with an S on Instagram. Or you can also follow me on Instagram at OlenikeLC. I affirm that you have an amazing day. I will connect with you on the next episode. And I love you. Mwah.